0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Google Workspace Recap, a Tag Geeks Network show. Each week we take you through everything announced by Google Workspace, discussing the updates of the week and other relevant news and announcements. My name is Jesse Nolan, my co-host is Steve Larson, and we're here to help you keep up. So, breaking news, it's official! Victory is mine, victory is mine, victory is, well, ours. Great news for all the G Suite Legacy Free Edition folks out there. Google is letting us keep our accounts, yay! The last few months have been an emotional roller coaster, and I think Google owes us some anti stress swag or something because, good lord, um, that was tough. I think, actually, that I'm going to make t shirts that say I survived the G Suite Legacy shutdown, and we'll put them on sale, and you all can buy them on our new official Workspace Recap swag store to commemorate the occasion. <laughs> Google has a good, has a a good f- tagline. There you go. That's a good one, right? All right, yeah. I like yeah. it. <laughs> Google has. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I su- yeah, or you know, I ahead. survived the G Suite legacy shutdown, and all I got was this free account.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's even better. That's great. Yeah. I love and it. No support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. So Google has officially announced today that they're allowing us to keep using our G Suite legacy free accounts for, and I quote here, personal, non-commercial use. Uh, This includes Gmail and, yes, your custom domain. Many of you who followed today's news as it was breaking already sent in a whole bunch of questions, and we're working to get those answered, but for tonight... We will talk about what we know so far, and of course you can follow along with our latest updates on Twitter, at Workspace Recap, uh, and on our blog post. Uh, You can just go to tabgeeks.com and click on the blog, and scroll down so you see the big G Suite Legacy bit. Or you can go to tabgeeks.com forward slash tabgeeks dash blog forward slash G Suite Legacy. I really should have made that shorter, but I didn't have time because today was insane. So anyway, Steve, how's it going? Uh, Pretty good, yeah. I mean, that was pretty, you know, we kind of heard
1: of the news coming today i didn't really we didn't really know what it was going to be but there was some posts yep. uh saying you know wait for wait till monday there'll be an announcement made monday
0: yeah i heard the um, grapevine there was also there was something something was coming yeah. and it was like okay well what <laughs> does that mean you're going to yeah. finally post the the wait list, but they blew right on through the waitlist so yeah awesome yeah I, I think i think it was uh you know a large enough outcry
1: of uh you know customers complaining about what the what the options were for them and
0: it seems like yep. there's a pretty viable viable option. We did it. Yeah. We did it. I mean, it. you know, everybody rallied everybody and uh and yeah, Javier think, himself even said, "We heard you." Yeah, I think there'll be still, you know, there's just going to be
1: some people that were on those legacy environments that were larger organizations that probably are going to be the ones that are sorry, pushed into, you know, to the to the pay tier, but I think for most of us that uh, stuck around waiting for this decision. I just saw someone comment, like,
0: finally, procrastination pays off. <laughs> <You> <laughs> exactly. <know. laughs> yep. Yeah, well, the, there is a line in the support article, and I do have this in my notes for talking about later on, uh, but if you did upgrade, you will be able to contact, or you should contact Google Support, and uh, they didn't expressly say that they would put you back, but that seemed to be the, uh, the, what they were implying.
1: Yeah, so. that be
0: good. That would be great. We got a big show tonight. We got all of this stuff to talk about, and we got nine updates. Something. Well, seven. Seven, seven plus updates, two a hidden. A little
1: extra ones, and uh-huh. then you know we had a lot of stuff happen with IO. Yeah. Kind of, you know, a couple things related to Workspace. I think we're gonna save that maybe for next week uh, to dive into the topics on that in more detail. But there was, you know, there was a segment there around. And you know AI with the workspace, and uh, you know we'll we'll wait and see how long it takes for Google to come out with those features. Like the last time, you know, they <laughs> announced <laughs> things like this. It takes them a couple years to actually come out with it. So
0: well, wasn't um, was it next or IO that they announced? Um, of oh, what was it? Uh, the meet in uh, in Docs. That one felt oh, like it took forever. Yeah. That was. Probably... I feel like that was IO. Or just a random blog post somewhere. I think that you know, was part only of now the, we got it. That was part
1: of the new collaborative inbox experience, maybe wasn't it? Or
0: oh, could be. I don't know. That was that was like two years ago, I think. It was it was a long time, yeah. And it just showed up now, so you don't always get it right away, even if Google announces it. So yeah. take that with a grain of salt. But we can cover that, I think, next week. Tonight's episode is going to be long enough. Yes. Yeah, so
1: should we dive through the agenda then I guess of updates? Let's do it. Do that, okay. So a couple that came in the end of week recap post, uh, some new idle status in Google Chat, and some changes to the default host management controls in Google Meet for users with personal accounts. And then in terms of our seven updates that we had this week, we have an improved uh, user interface for sharing your working location in Google Calendar. You can now easily search for Google Meet content in Google Drive Can import existing custom themes to new Google Sites. Uh, Next we have the ability to create spaces and add members with the Google Chat API which is available in a developer preview. Uh, You can now require uh, require email verification to book appointments in the calendar. There's a new delegated virus total privilege in the Alert Center and then finally being able to set up uh sso profiles for multiple third-party identity providers with multiple idp sso uh environments uh there's sort of there's a beta launch for that so and that's probably one of the most interesting ones out of the the updates this week is, is that last one. one yeah yep and and then we have uh some other events upcoming so the the new uh, not new, but, um, customer connect live event, uh, which is, I think the third event in the series, uh, there's a Google drive sharing product Q and a with the Google product manager, uh, Ned Lindau And there's a link to register there. It'll be Wednesday, uh, the 25th of this month. So 10, no, it was nine days away. Uh, probably eight by the time you're listening to this. And, uh, that is going to be 8:30 to nine 30. Pacific, so starting in the morning Pacific time, and then uh, some info. What is this one here, Jesse? You got some road? This was
0: uh... feedback form, right? Yeah, this was sent to me by Googler to get some eyes on and some feedback, but this is the Workspace Roadmap. They want to get some feedback on it, so anybody who has access to the roadmap uh, can fill this out. It's Google Form. They're just looking for some feedback on how they present the information. Mm. Yeah. There you go. We
1: talked about some updates in I.O., so we'll save that for next week, like we said. Haven't missed it, though. We've got all of those... uh noted for next week hopefully next week we'll uh, have some extra time to talk about that we will and then uh, as we said you know that the big topic of this week is the legacy G Suite uh, no longer shut down uh, so <laughs> being, uh, it being extended indefinitely you know until they next decide to maybe change things <laughs> up but <laughs> right? uh, maybe in another 10 years who knows five
0: uh, five years we'll, I give it years. five we'll,
1: We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Until the next
0: time the storage costs go way up and Google goes, oh, shit, this hurts. Let's get some more people to pay for this thing. Let's see who's actually on business. So, um, yeah, there's, um, I'm not sure where the, I'm just trying
1: to look, click on that sh- sheet that you sent there, but I can't access it, so I'm not sure who has access to that.
0: Which one? You've got a, the, the sheet that you've linked to? Oh, so, let me see. The one that's highlighted here? Yeah. Hmm. You have access to it? Let me see. Where did No, where did that come from? I don't know. I may have uh mis copied a Let me check one of my Maybe. other one of my other accounts here. Probably your, I uh, may have mispasted. Yeah, I mispasted. Apologies of, on that. Like racky equipment or something you're buying or uh, <laughs> yeah. Asset lists. Yeah, invoice, this is uh, Hey, that's Google's uh Google's uh, access control working properly there. No, this was supposed to be the support article that had originally announced um, the fact that G Suite uh, Legacy Free was going away. Um, initially, in my tweets, I had said, because I was tweeting like crazy on the uh, Workspace Recap Twitter account today, I had initially tweeted that it had not been updated, and then within minutes later, it got updated with all the information on it. So um, it has been updated if you want to go and see the the down in dirty specifics, which we're going to talk about a bunch of them here, but um you can go and see it straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak over there I don't know if that's the article you're talking about, but there's a probably lot to link you're usually pretty good with those links pretty fast so that's yeah. the one yes it is yeah okay, yeah, so yeah, when I, I checked mean, it when they first announced or when when. Who was it, 9to5Google broke the story, I believe, Um when I saw it from them, because I have tweet notifications on for them and a whole bunch of other resources and, and publishers and whatnot. And I was like, what? Drop everything? And, you know, immediately went and jumped in and started finding all the information I could on Reddit and Twitter and elsewhere and whatnot. But they broke it, so props, credit goes to them. Um, and, uh, uh yeah, at the time, the article had not been updated, so they updated... um or they were rolling it out first and then they updated it later so good stuff so the yeah the main thing there
1: is essentially you know still getting access to uh, your environment everything stays the same
0: just tell them that you're using it for personal use and not commercial business use that's the that's the crux of it all yeah, they haven't they haven't specified what that means, and I imagine that we're going to see as time goes on um, what well, what I that mean, really means. They, I mean, it's typically typically defined in the, the United States at least as something that you're making money off of, like commercial yeah. use is something that you're making money off of. So, non-commercial use in theory should encompass a soccer club, right? Right, a, you know, a book yeah. club, something like that. Uh, the question that I had around that was, okay, well, you know, my book club has 45 members in it. Are you going to let me have 45 members? And if we grow by 20 people, you're going to let me add 20 licenses to it for free? I don't know. I mean, I went and tested that in my current account. I upgraded my primary G Suite Legacy free account because I have, I don't know, four or five of them. And uh, that one only had eight licenses in it, but it had, I think, 40 or 50 available and so i went and i added another user and so it went to 49 and added a ninth but i don't know if i hit that you know all 50 licenses if it will let me get more above that cap or if that cap will shrink eventually down to closer to 10 yeah, I think we will probably uh, just stay at what you have. I mean, whatever you've been providing. I imagine so. Price. I think that they probably put this in a box and said, freeze it for five years until we can figure out what to do with this or if we want to make an actual family edition, which is what I had always asked them to do. So yeah. we'll see. Well, free is always good. Keep it free, free is good. We like free. Made... Yeah, it works. I mean, you know, it would have been nice if they actually rolled this into something like the family plan well, like we talked about, but uh, well, they just I would've... will... If they would have not announced, never started again. this to begin with. You know, <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. Um, yeah. So basically, the details here are as follows: you're going to be able to continue using your custom domains as well as Gmail, the editors, uh, Drive, Meet, Maps, YouTube, yeah. et etc., as well as and yeah, as it is. And this was important that a lot of people were asking about beforehand: is you will maintain access to purchases on Google Play, such as movies, music, books, etc. Um, again, we don't know what personal use means, but we imagine it's that if as long as you're not an actual business making money off of this, you're fine. And honestly, if you are an Etsy seller and you're using it with one account or whatever, and you know you're not really doing a whole lot of consumption, you're not generating a lot of content, I'm sure they're not going to flag you. It's probably just they'll do an audit once a year, and they'll see, okay, this company has 800 gigabytes of data on there. And, you know, they've got 7,000 emails going back and forth a month or whatever the number is. And, and then they'll get in touch and say, hey, you got to, we're going to upgrade you. Yeah, I I assume that's what will happen anyway. Uh, what else is on here? Uh, we did mention that if you had previously updated your account, there's a specific date here. If you had updated after, I guess this is after the announcement, but if you updated to Google Workspace after January 19th, 2022 you should contact support and I have it in my notes to say that you should contact support to switch back you should definitely rally behind that you should say hey this was a bait and switch this is terrible yada 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 and I'm sure support has been instructed to say okay fine sure no problem Uh, but they did not explicitly say anywhere that I had seen thus far saying that if you had upgraded you would be able to downgrade as part of this announcement I will qualify it as that because I did see them say elsewhere uh that if you had upgraded you would be able to go back to the low to the no cost edition. But as part of today's support article and announcements, I didn't see that anywhere. So it's a little I think it's just an oversight. Uh you should definitely sit on support if they're not giving it to you. And if you're not having success with one support agent, I recommend closing that session, trying again tomorrow with a different one. Uh I've also had success in areas such as this and Steve, I don't know if you've ever tried this. Um depending on the time of day, you get different support centers. And I have found the Ireland support center, which is usually the overnight for us Americans. uh, They tend to be, I don't know if it's more trained, more knowledgeable, more access, more interested in giving you whatever you want because it's the middle of the night for us Americans. I mean, it's in Ireland, so it's the next day. But I don't know, whatever it is, I've had better success getting what I want out of the support team when going for the overnight desk. So maybe give that a shot. Yeah, (laughs) Never tried that? Uh I'm not specifically like that, but I
1: definitely agree with uh, the better support coming out of the Ireland support center. I, I would agree with that. Yes. Yeah. Wherever North America, you know, central mountain, Eastern Pacific time zone support
0: is uh, being handled. And it's not as good as over there. I think. I don't know who's handling it. I just know that the overnight is in Ireland because, Many times I've asked them, and I usually do, you know, as part of the just the smoozing while I'm waiting for something to load or whatever that they're telling me to do. So where you're where you from, what you do, where you, you know, yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. it like over there? Well, how's the weather? You know, your general small right. talk. Right. And I mean he could be full of shit. He could actually not be in Ireland and he could be in uh, who knows where, you know, Mexico or <laughs> whatever. Um, Timbuktu. Yeah, I've had it's, similar conversations like Airbnb support where it's, you know, some rep on a on a in an on an island somewhere <laughs> <That's> where, <laughs> hey it's it's chat, so you know they could be on the moon as far as we know <laughs> oh no, I was on a phone call mine was on was oh on okay a phone call with them, actually, so. I prefer chat especially yeah. late at night people sleeping yeah. in the house although now Airbnb, that my office is in my garage, nobody will hear me, so that's much better Airbnb tends to call you is that oh yeah go to yeah I guess that all makes right. sense uh
1: let's see do um, we cover all the uh information on place. here let's see I think so. I think that covers everything. We do have the link to head over to the Admin Console where you can kind t- of uh, t- trigger that option in your Admin Console. If you're not seeing yeah. it automatically, we'll
0: include that in the links. I'd be surprised uh, if people weren't yeah. seeing it by now. Earlier today, sure, but I think by now it's probably showing well, up everywhere. I guess I, I mean, can test this by logging into one of my other accounts.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't see it until oh no, I go to that link. Yeah, I'm trying
0: to see if I see it anywhere else. If I go to subscriptions... Yeah. So this is a, um, a direct link to bring up the upgrade uh, workflow. And by upgrade, I mean opt out of the upgrade. It's basically yeah. the same flow that was there before. If you would have clicked the little um, uh, upgrade box that showed up above your uh, your your dashboard in the admin panel. Uh, yeah, but see, there's an additional option now. Basically. Yeah, the upgrade for me,
1: I'm seeing that when I go to subscriptions. But that yeah. just takes me to the upgrade option. And... I do not have anything on my dashboard uh, hmm. about this, so I have to have to know that link specifically in order to get anything
0: going with it. So interesting. Yeah. Alright, guess it's still rolling across. Yeah. I guess there's more of us than we thought. <laughs> yeah. Which we yeah, suspected a, a lot. Long long, you
1: know. It took me a long time last time to see anything in my console for this.
0: Yeah. So it's good that this link works for everyone. Yeah, and I saw on Reddit there was a lot of people also that was uh, that were that were seeing the same thing. Oh, you know, I wasn't able to get in. Oh, let me click this link. Yeah, sure, it worked for me. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, there is a a, a drop dead date on here. i f- I forget exactly what it was, but it, basically, if you don't take any action by August, I think they're going to lock out your account or they're going to suspend your account, and then you can get it back for a certain amount of time. I think that's still being specifically uh set up. Okay. Um, good to know. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of information about this and not enough information about this. So we are still yeah. digging behind the scenes. I mean, I think still uh go I, ahead. Mean, I
1: think it's pretty straightforward.
0: No, I mean, it's really it straightforward. It is and right it, now, it you know? the upgrade path so. was phenomenally easy. It was click click click, done. And I was like yeah. this is almost too good to be true, which is scary, right. but um I think they were just like, "All right, you're right no problem. Sure. You can continue using this as is for another five years and we'll deal with it then or whatever it is. But then hopefully they'll have, uh, right. agreed to create a, uh, a family plan and make it part of uh, Google one and hired us as consultants to tell them how best to improve it. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Shall we move on? We shall. All right. Take it away. Uh,
1: this is why now I know. I'm sorry. I was uh, trying to get into the admin console here to like trigger it and actually upgrade myself and confirm personal use on this one domain. Oh yeah, uh, great. Yeah, let's screenshot all the images here.
0: Done yeah, that's what I was doing oh. earlier also. <laughs> Got a little puppy. That's cute. bag. It looks like.
1: <laughs> With all the Google apps.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Uh, In terms of our updates, let's see here. That's why I've got like two windows open for my one profile. Um, Looking at the updates. So workspace end of week recap post. We have uh, two things uh, mentioned in there that uh, we're kind of added in at the end of the week, uh, which is a new idle status in Google chat. This is the return of the
0: orange idle.
1: Yes, the return. right? <laughs> so the previous uh, availability you would see in Hangouts, mm-hmm. I believe, right? Yeah. So uh, this is now, uh, you know, being shown with if you are idle or inactive or whatever status that you're setting, and uh, this is available on Google Chat on the web and, and chat in Gmail. So uh, it just makes it easier to find out if someone is around.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, you know, make sure you disable that and hide it if you don't want people knowing if you are around <laughs> <or not. laughs> it can work both ways, I guess. There you go. And then uh, next we have changes to the default host management controls and meet for users with personal accounts. So the default setting for host management c- controls is changing for users with personal accounts. Previously, host management controls were on by default. Going forward, the setting will be off. For new meetings there's no changes to behavior for workspace customers or workspace individual customers so this is only impacting meet for personal users and then getting into the updates that we have so there's first one is that there's an improved user interface for sharing your working location in a calendar i've noticed that this has gotten smaller which is nice because Thank i have god yeah, I have multiple <laughs> calendars being shown in one view yep. and, you know, multiple work calendars kind of overlapping. So my entire calendar at the top now is just, you know, work locations of just for myself of like five different
0: accounts. Five different, yeah. <laughs> so it's
1: a little bit smaller now. And I've, you know, of course, I've disabled it on a few accounts, so I don't actually see it. But um, it is a little bit more subtle. And that's uh, that's
0: good, I think. Yeah, you can still, I feel like still they rolled that it. out. I feel like they rolled that out even internally, and they were like, oops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My bad. Let's shrink yeah, that down. Good. So that's that's essentially what that's
1: doing, so just making it a little bit more visual uh, appealing, a little smaller. Uh, that working location is, is going to be is on by default, so you know, you'll see that pop up in your calendar if you're going there, and whether or not you want to enable it or not is up to you. And uh, this is gonna change, as you said, we've kind of started seeing this already, it started rolling out on the 10th of May, so it's already been nearly a week, and is on a gradual rollout up to 15 days for feature visibility for both the rapid release and scheduled release domains. It's available to uh, to most customers, On workspace tiers but it is not available for the workspace essentials business starter enterprise essentials uh, education fundamentals frontline customers as well as G Suite basic customers and it's not available for users with personal Google accounts
0: hey do you think that now since the legacy accounts are sanctioned as the new G Suite free accounts they're gonna add this to the availability list (laughs) more things for them to remember which way to put or not put the availability they
1: can't even get the current ones right (laughs) they're not going to get legacy right
0: that's great Uh, no i don't expect to see it there i don't expect that at all i need that in a t-shirt too what's that Available for XY, this, that, this, oh, that, this, that, yeah. all the different yeah. <laughs> available business, workspace, standard, right. premium plus, enterprise standard, enterprise plus education plus and nonprofits, <laughs> right. as well as G Suite Business Customers. Not available to G Suite's Workspace Essentials, Business Starter Enterprise Essentials and ed- yeah. Education Fundamentals yeah. frontline Customers. And then yeah. on the very bottom, I don't know, always available for G Suite Legacy or something. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Gonna make a lot of t-shirts here. All right. Go on. Uh next update we have.
1: The ability to easily search for Google Meet content in Google Drive. Uh, so in Drive, you can now use uh, the app Google Meet to easily find and organize Meet content such as Meet recording, chat transcripts, attendance reports, polls and question and answer reports, meeting transcripts, and then meeting notes created in a Google Calendar. So this was so cool. needed. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, this is cool. Um, so you just search for app colon Google Meet in quotes, and then you got it. I'm sure there's a drop down somewhere, but yeah, uh, I'll I'll remember app Google Meet in quotes. Should be easy enough to remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I guess I guess that's the way to do it. Uh, I don't think there is a, a GUI interface for it. It's, it actually specifically mentions end users when searching. Type mm. in app Google Meet in your query. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so i'm sure we'll see a more user-friendly update to this one coming at some point where you'll see it in the uh, document type drop down i'd imagine at some point but makes sense A good, good first start yes uh this one also started rolling out on the 10th and rolled out to both a rapid release and schedule release to domains on a full rollout for one to three day uh within one to three days for visibility there so i haven't uh haven't tested that one yet, but it uh, should be out for everyone and available to all Workspace customers as well as the legacy G Suite basic and business ones and those with personal Google accounts as well. Uh, the ability to, next is the ability to import custom themes to the new Google sites. Uh, so if you have a specific template design Uh, layout that you want to share with the rest of your organization you can now include this uh, in the template this this one i think has been i don't know three three years in the making this has been a long overdue one uh it's taken a while to get
0: there but sites are a slow burn for google both removing the old ones and giving us the new ones yeah yeah it has been it has been it's like a never-ending 20% project for somebody instead of Google. <laughs> <laughs> probably. probably. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, it's, uh, you know, we have a Google site that we use internally, but I just searched Google Drive. That's what my internet is. Yeah. So uh, with this, you no know, admin controls for the feature, uh, but end users can head over to site, the new sites, and navigate to the themes and custom import theme and this will be available uh, differently here for rapid release and scheduled release domains. It'll be available uh, starting the the 10th of May, so kind of started already rolling out to those rapid release domains, uh, a gradual rollout up to 15 days for feature visibility, and then scheduled release domains will start on the 31st of May uh, on a full rollout, only lasting one to three days for that visibility to hit all those domains and available to to everyone, available to everyone on the sites, so. And next we have some changes here to the Google Chat API. So you can now create spaces and add members with the Google Chat API and this is available in developer preview. So you can now programmatically create spaces and add members to those spaces and uh, you know leverage uh, some enhancements with you know programmatically creating these spaces with people uh, it's for if you're a developer head over to that developer workspace preview program page sign up apply for access and start testing this out i think No, I'm not gonna say it. I think someone was trying to develop something with this, but it might be a different API. So I'll I'll uh, not say anything until I know actually what it is. I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> Get back to us. But uh, yeah, yeah, there was some there was something happening. Uh, I thought with the gam team and uh, either Jay or Ross or someone was doing something. But I'll, I'll hmm. look back into that and see what's happening. I don't think it may not be related to this at all, but it's just something new was coming. Uh, From them fingers crossed I like new things yeah all right Uh, three to go here Uh, next you have the ability to require uh, email verification to book appointments in Google Calendar so part of appointment scheduling in calendar you can now have users verify their email before booking an appointment so of course this helps address some appointment booking spam people just uh-huh. signing up and filling up your calendar that, uh, just kind of faking some emails. So, I mean, it doesn't prevent anyone, I guess, from making a lot of fake emails and verifying mm-hmm. that, but you know, it's a step in the right direction, I guess. So, so the setting is off by default, uh, but it is, as they say, sticky, meaning you can configure it and set it to be always on, uh, so that it always, uh, stays there when you're creating appointment scheduling events and uh, of course they're yeah as as uh, we suspected here it's to help ensure that you're protected against potentially malicious actors
0: i don't think it's going to help no Automated, sure, but the malicious actors I'm thinking about are malicious against my calendar. It's the salespeople that are going, "Oh, I booked some time on your calendar so that we can hop on a quick call to talk about how you're doing this thing that you're not actually doing, and is completely irrelevant to anything that you actually do." I have, but I get paid to make sure that you sign up for this. So I've been lucky; I've not had oh, those kind of missed. You know, it's almost uh, daily. It's like calendar insertion
1: events. I've never, I've not had those yet. It's, I get, it's an incursion event. I get it's, messages
0: on LinkedIn all the time about stuff. But oh, sure, I haven't, I haven't sponsored had a LinkedIn messages. Again. No, the calendar is, and I'm giving away too much to the sales team here, I guess. But the calendar events is kind of like the the latest frontier of hey, we can't get them to answer the damn phone. We sure as hell can't get through on their emails. They ignore us on LinkedIn because most <laughs> IT people or a lot of IT people, IT people don't even look at their messages on it, on LinkedIn. Never mind any of the other advertising platforms. Hey, I know, let's book time on our calendar because we actually live by our calendars, and it just uh just fills it up with junk and then I'm just like decline, decline, delete, delete <sighs> well, oh well, All right. Uh, so maybe I need we'll like a automatic yeah, I don't know, automated spam filtering for. Like if I've never ever interacted with a person before, and I'm not currently on a call in a Google Meet with the person, don't let them auto book time on my calendar. Oh, you mean don't put it on my a, calendar. Almost as if that you don't have that email in your contacts
1: or something. Yeah, like
0: if I've never interacted with a person or anyone at their company ever before, don't let them put time on my calendar. That's not that complicated. That's a pretty good. That's a decent feature there. Yeah, that, that would your solve my contacts, problem. Your other contacts. Yeah. Could work.
1: Yeah well this one pay me google let's talk for appointment scheduling <laughs> is uh, available on rapid, for rapid release domains starting may 11th on a gradual rollout up to 15 days for visibility there and then starting uh, may 25th for scheduled release domains on that quicker full rollout of 1 to 3 day uh, for feature visibility and uh, this won't be available though for workspace uh, essentials Business Starter, Frontline, or the Legacy G Suite Basic and Business customers, and then uh, in the over in the Admin Console, uh, kind of we have an, a new delegated Virus Total privilege in the Alert Center. So, uh, if you are creating a custom admin role, you now have this uh, ability to. Uh, control access into the alert center, where you have um, either full access, view access, or view virus total reports. So just a, you know, a more granular way to control access into that information for your admins. So if you do have someone that just needs to see that information or certain teams now that you don't know, need to access that, you can enable that uh, admin privilege. Uh, specifically. Also, starting on the uh, in terms of rollout here, uh, also starting on May 11th, uh, this one is going to both rapid release and scheduled release domains on a gradual up to 15 days for visibility there. This one is only available to Workspace Business Plus, Enterprise Standard Enterprise Plus, and Education uh, Fundamentals as well as Education Plus customers so only if you had access to that virus total functionality i haven't had a chance to play with that if you looked at any of that jesse no not yet yeah i haven't either um i think it. i don't know how useful it would be Honestly, <clears throat> we'll see um Yeah, I'm trying to think of uh, if I've actually even seen this in the reports or any of this activity like pop up in uh, any of the domains. So that the... I haven't, you know, because I think the nonprofits don't have it. Some of the other orgs are pretty small. That doesn't have a lot of activity. So I think if I think you probably would have the best insight into what data that might be reporting. So
0: I have not domains. done a whole lot of digging lately. I should uh, yeah. make a point and go on and check yeah. that out. I have a couple yeah. of uh, enterprise accounts I can play with
1: that. Yeah, uh, And then speaking of enterprise accounts, <laughs> we have uh, last update of the week, the ability to set up uh, multiple IDPs and have uh, those work concurrently uh, and separately within the admin console, uh, being able to configure those for maybe the specific OUs of people. And uh, yeah, this is going to be Uh, you know, I think a big improvement for organizations that are doing mergers and acquisitions. Yes. um, Yeah. Especially that, or, you know, rolling out uh, a new one, for example, let's say that you're you're moving away from one identity provider to another. How do you do that seamlessly? Well, here's how, so you can now configure the new one and uh, alongside the old one, for example, and then start to transition people over in a more gradual uh... approach instead of just saying, oh, yeah, here's, you know, (laughs) by the way, you know, organization of 50,000 people, tomorrow you have a new single sign-on service provider. Good luck. Hopefully it works. Fingers crossed. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Yep. So that is – that's kind of how it was like when we rolled out Okta many years ago. You know, we configured uh, the – you know the SSO with Google, and you know we're just like, all right, well, we tested it in the test environment, and it seems like it works there. Let's just turn it on for everyone because we can't not turn it on for everyone. There was, I think, the best thing we could do at the time was some uh,
0: net masking of uh, you know IP addresses, and that was it. Right. So yeah, there was a. Uh... Quite a bit of talk about this in some of the communities that we're in, in terms of moving over to uh, either going to Google or, or, you know, going to Okta and getting rid of uh, just Google or also some M and A's, as you said, mergers, mergers and acquisitions. The celebrating this new feature. Granted, it's a beta, so you may not want to uh, rely on it so heavily in a production environment just yet. But um, yeah, the ability to, to break this down by specific groups or even OUs if, uh, your organization is organized into those, which hopefully it is. Um, I think it's going to be definitely a game changer for those. It's nice. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely good.
1: Um, the, I mean, the step before this was the ability to, uh, toggle on and off that third party IDP by mm-hmm. OU. So that was also, uh, Nice benefit as well. Before step, yeah. this was that you know kind of step towards this multiple identity provider solution. Uh, so it's uh, it's an open beta, so it means you can uh, use this without enrolling in any specific beta program. And uh, you know if you're familiar with this uh, IDP provider in your Emma console, it's going to be in the same spot. You know it's under security settings, and then setting up single sign-on with third-party IDP. Uh, and you'll be able to manage those right there. It is available to uh, to most all workspace environments, other than Workspace Essentials customers, and it's not available, of course, for personal Google accounts. I don't know why they really had to mention that; it's kind of obvious, <laughs> but uh, they did call that out in the article. That's not available for personal Google accounts, um, and uh, yeah check it out it's uh, yeah it'll be good alright let's see uh, what is the the next one here so update wise I mean that kind of wraps up the updates yep the uh, the upcoming event that I was talking about which is that customer uh, connect live happening on the 25th we will send you a link to the registration page it's just a little google form and uh the topics that they're going to talk about there you know i mentioned google drive sharing Uh, so in that session you'll be learning things like uh, core and user sharing improvements enhancements to admin internal and external sharing control and manageability and then there'll be some feedback about uh, what drive sharing should consider prioritizing over the next one to two years i am yeah there'll be collecting questions from customers for Ned to answer live. Hopefully, there'll be some live uh, Q&A capabilities there in that event. That'd be nice to see. I know, you know, speaking of drive permissions and enhancements that they can make, I don't know if we've talked about this one, Jesse, but this one has actually come up a couple times recently in the org I and some other orgs I've been speaking to. When you go to share a file... And you're doing this from, you know, the standard sharing dialogue box where you have, you know, share with people in groups and you have your list of people. And then down below you have get link. And well, within there, there's a few different things that are clickable. And it's not always obvious of what is clickable and what isn't. So you have a nice blue, you know, typically we were, you know, refer to blue text as hyperlinks right but mm-hmm. if you click on that something's going to happen so right. you have when you hover over copy link on the right hand side well the link to the document's copied right which i don't know why you want to do that because you're already in the document anyways but um i guess if you if you don't have the document open right and you wanted to grab the link I, I you know what i wish that's the other thing too is i wish from drive you know where you have your list of files. And when you right click and you say get link, that it immediately just copies that link to your clipboard. Yeah. Why do you need to <laughs> open that up and then click copy link?
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Um, it's the same beef that I have with websites that say, use your authentication token and then don't automatically drop the cursor into the authentication, into the text yeah. field. So some do, one, some don't. Yeah. So that's one improvement, like, you know, the the right click and get link
1: from the drive interface just should take you, just directly put that in your clipboard, that's it. Uh, And so then in get link, you have this text that says restricted, only people added can open with this link. Mm -hmm. And then you have a link, blue link there says share with, and then your organization name. So if you click restricted, or if you click, you know, get link above that, which really isn't a hyperlink, it actually takes you to the page where you can click the drop down where it says restricted, and then you can say anyone in your organization or any of your target audiences that you may have access to along with anyone with link. Now, what happens though, is that most people will just click the blue link because it says share with tab, you know, in our case, tab geeks, or it could say, you know, share with your organization. But as soon as you click that blue text there, it immediately gives permission to everyone in the company. But the other black text, which you cl- is click, does not. And there's been a lot of oversharing that I've seen uh, in organizations that have lots of files shared with anyone with, within the organization can find. These are going back to when you could also make files discoverable. Uh, in drive search and uh that is is one thing i think that they should improve they should only allow you to share with anyone in your organization by like specifically clicking that drop down and selecting who you want to share it with and not just automatically giving that permission by clicking that hyperlink because it just is not that intuitive that you've done I'm that. not sure
0: I completely followed all that. If I click on Get Link no. and it's restricted, over to the right, right there's Copy Link. I can click on yeah. Copy Link and it copies to my Let clipboard. Me, you know what? Let me let's do a little screen share here. We can do a little screen we'll share. share. We'll
1: share the workspace recap
0: notes, and
1: I will show you what I mean. Let's see take some screenshots because
0: when I do the drop down, I agree it immediately changes it to share yeah. with TabGeeks. Okay. Um, so yeah, if I click Share. Right. Oh, you're in the dock. I was in Drive. Right. Either way. So yeah. do you see how I, I didn't click?
1: I clicked get link. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I click if I click here, my yeah. cursor doesn't change. I don't actually know that that's a link. Like if I do click something right. nothing
0: will happen, right? But if you click also, show, and tab geeks it immediately. Also, this.
1: also that text there, I don't know. The that whole that thing
0: is. just automatically yeah. is a link to open up the, the bottom box. Right. But right. if I click this blue specific blue text, that says well, share with tab. Permission weeks. has been it, updated. Oh, it updates it automatically. I see what you're talking about. Yeah. It doesn't keep it as restricted. It's a feature, not a bug, Steve. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it's definitely a feature that I don't want. <laughs> I hear that. Train your people better. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, UI that should be section, better. I mean, this whole section here should just,
1: you know, it should be better designed. Yeah, I mean this isn't really get link. This is this is more of, you know, add domain permissions or add you know you know add I don't know something about permissions though because it's really not get link. Mm -hmm. This is not a get link. This is this is share with you know organization and target audiences. That's what
0: that section is. Right. Um, And immediately change said permissions. Yeah, and you, right, and you should not be immediately changing permissions by clicking that blue text. Exactly. Yeah. All right, so anyway, take you there. Yeah. hopefully this coming week's updates will be uh, will be thin so that we can fully dive into everything that we saw at I.O. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot, but there was a bunch of stuff, granted, who knows when the hell we'll actually see it, uh, but there was certainly too much to talk about tonight. We filled the episode and we didn't even touch the I.O. stuff, which would probably be another 20 minutes, so... I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, stay tuned for next week, folks. That's all for this week. Send us your questions and comments on Twitter at Workspace Recap and on our website, WorkspaceRecap.com. Hit the subscribe button and leave us a review on all of your favorite podcasting platforms or on uh, YouTube if you're over there. Make sure to hit subscribe, hit the bell. Make sure you get our notifications. Leave us a comment, uh, thumbs up, etc. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time on Workspace Recap.